0: A very good morning and welcome to Reflections by the Rookie Life Coach. My name is Avuile Mutamatiko. I'm your Rookie Life Coach and I am back this week on my own. I was not here last week and I had some issues that I was dealing with. So, I am back today and today is our 8th episode of the season and um, I'm just thinking about all the things that we have been doing since the beginning of the season and I am also trying to push another project that I am doing on the side a personal project so that's why it's not easy for me to come back here and bring many more people i did try to bring more people for for this season but i suppose um in the next episodes uh, that i will do i will have uh, other people to talk to us because i i do feel that that um topic we were talking about the journey of salvation there's there's a lot of people in my community who have different stories to tell about their own journey of salvation so i do think that uh, it's important to bring those people and to hear what their advice is and how their walk with god has improved in in the in the years uh, today, I just wanted to motivate uh, people about this issue. Say, there are things that I have been thinking, uh, you know, when you want something or you want a breakthrough in your life and it actually takes a very long time for it to happen. And I think I did say this the other time when I was talking about living with an autoimmune disease that with healing, I realized that there's two ways. It will happen instantly or it will be a process. So I have noticed a trend in my life where I see that when I am asking God for something or I'm believing God, make a dream come true it it takes it takes time it tests my patience it makes me feel like maybe this is not what God wants for me because if he really wanted this for me I would have gotten it already and I even go to a point where I say Lord I know your abilities. You 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 are God who can do anything. And I take it as that you don't want to do something because it's not that your abilities are limited. You have unlimited power. You your power is just beyond. So when you don't allow me to have something right now. This tells me that it's not what you want for me. And then I realized that this is not actually the fact. At times God will not give you what you want immediately. He will test your patience and uh, you will have something that will say, okay, no, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And then in the middle of that joy, then something wrong stands in your way and then you are stuck again. So I've noticed that trend in my life that, okay, um, as Avuile, I, I know that my t- my patience is t- is tested all the time when it comes to getting a breakthrough. Like right now I am facing a a problem or a, a it's not a problem and it's um it's like I'm in a a conflicting situation where I really need guidance from God to show me which way to go. But it's it's something that is just hanging and I don't know how I'm going to penetrate through it or how I'm going to get out of it and get what I am hoping to get. It's very difficult to be in that position because you see other people being blessed with the very thing that you are asking God for and you become so sad. And you become like, you feel like, I wonder if there is something wrong that I have done that makes God to not do this for me. Then I, I, I also teach myself that I must not think that I can demand something from God just because I'm his child. If he doesn't think this is a right time for it to happen, then it's not going to happen. So, I also keep in mind that if any time I am asking for a breakthrough, I go through this phase of being tested, tested if I am patient enough, it means that I still have a problem with patience until I ask God for a breakthrough and I get it immediately. Then I will know that really I have become a patient person. But for now, when things get delayed, I look at myself and say, Uh, Was was I being impatient in my prayer this morning when I was praying for this situation to, to be resolved? Or else I was being panicky, that panicky person who's always asking, but Lord, why? But Lord, why? So I came to a conclusion that even if something does not happen right now, I am not going to focus on the fact that it has not happened. I'm going to focus on the fact that what is it that God is bringing? Because he will answer. But I'm just curious at what is he going to bring? Because he might be bringing something that is bigger than what I expected. So obviously that is going to take time. And also check myself, am I patient? Am I peaceful while I await my answer from God? Am I a peaceful person? Because if I'm not peaceful, then I'm making it difficult for myself to get there. I I wonder if this is clear, but I'm just saying that maybe you are one of the people that when you ask for something from God and it, it's not about faith, it's not about whether you believe it or not, or it, it because you know you, you are at that point where you know that there is nothing that is impossible with God. You know that uh when I ask God for something I have faith that He he's he's done it, He's had it, He's answered my prayer. But now you get to that point of having to wait or else, having to access this thing. So, you might be a person like me that there are things take some time to come to them. It's a process, and you you may be that person who gets things happen quickly. There will be a time where you are used to getting instant answers to your prayers. There'll be a time where it will take long or else you will have a situation that takes a long time and you, you, you even forget about praying about it. It becomes normal that, okay, I'm this person who, who has um, diabetes. You, you, you see, that's an example. And you know that you have this one thing that is always there and you don't know when will it be resolved But other things that you ask God for, they happen instantly. There are people like that whose journeys are like that. And then there are people like me whose journeys are kind of taking a slow pace in in happening. Uh, You you look for an opportunity. You start the work. You do the work. But in the middle of the project, like the project I'm working on right now, uh, it's in the middle it's just it feels like it's stuck but I have come to a realization that that point of being of feeling stuck is where the amount of a reward is going to come it's not gonna be what I expect it's going to be more that's why I feel stuck right now because God is going to do exceedingly above what I expected. That's what I have noticed now. As a person who knows that their their breakthroughs take a a process, a long process, and to that point where people will say, Hey, shame you. You always have these problems. And when people say that, it sounds like, in your head, it sounds like, uh, you are this person who's like, uh, oh, poor so and so. They they don't know how to pray about this, and they've asked us to pray with them, but still, there's no answer. So that that's that's what happens. That is who I have I have seen to be. I have been seen to be, and I have accepted that. Until. I get to that point where I pray for something and it happens quick, quicker than the way it usually does, then I will say God has taught me something, he has taught me patience and I've learned to be patient in every situation. So, in so much that, um, in the situation that I'm facing right now, I said to myself the other day, okay, um... <clears throat> One thing I've noticed is that he gives me an opportunity and then I accept the the opportunity and then I say to myself, "Okay, God answered that prayer." So there's there's a step that needs to to happen next and it's not happening immediately. But I stick to the fact that the answer came. It's just that now it being manifested is taking time and I am okay with that. I'm okay with the manifestation taking time, taking a long process. I'm okay with that because it doesn't mean the prayer has not been answered has not been answered. So I am trying to say to you who is like me, who is waiting for for a call that will change your life who is waiting for a communication or who is waiting for an answer from God that you 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 ponder on this on these thoughts that I have shared you look at them and and you say to yourself okay lord what are you trying to teach me because i know you have answered the prayer It's just a a matter of you manifesting it now. But it's not happening. So what are you trying to teach me? Am I not patient enough? Or else am I ready to receive the great thing that you are going to do? Because I feel like I'm stuck here. I'm stuck here. And when I was listening to Rookie Life Coach... It seems as if when we feel stuck, it's when you are adding more and more and more to what we're expecting to give us something that is even greater than our expectation because your thoughts are higher than ours. You are greater than the one who is in the world. Focus on that and just, just, just for a moment, think about the fact that you prayed a prayer. For example, let's say you went to a, to a job interview and the interview was very successful when you were there. It felt good. It felt like, you know what, I, I I got this job in the bag. But then you wait, you wait, and you wait, and you wait, and you wait, and then you feel like, ah, oh, maybe they've already taken somebody else. When you, w- when you are at that point and you know, in your heart of hearts, that when you were there, those people who were interviewing you, they knew that you were the right person for it. Just stand there and wait, and say, "Lord, I trust you. I trust you." That's what I've I've also been doing, because when I I face um, a dilemma, and then I say, "I trust you, Jesus, to help me uh, to take the right decision." I trust you. I trust you. I say that all the time because I know that my mind will play tricks on me and say what are you trusting God for because you haven't had any um anything for for the past 2 weeks for example in in the kind of situation that I'm 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 for, I'm I'm dealing with. So in those cases, when you understand the kind of child you are in God, when you understand that you are that child who um, is a slow cooker, <laughs> you are that child who is a slow cooker, it will take time, it will um, drain the the life out of you, and when you get it, you will say, Oh, the weight was was worth it. That's who I am in God. That's who I have learned to become. I have accepted that my things, are they take time. And with that time, there's always something that is so heavy. Um, that makes me feel like, hey, I have been abandoned. But in all that process when he starts implementing the the, 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 the breakthrough or when the, the manifestation of what I ask for starts happening, it happens and I can only say, God, I humble myself before you because I did not think that you will make this thing a success like it is right now. And I go back to... To that point of being stuck and say that moment of being stuck and not knowing what to do it was all worth it because the amount of of you know the answer or the the things that he's doing they're just worth it they're, they're worth the weight they're worth the tears the, word, the the insults that you might get because of what you are trying to do. It's worth it. It's always worth it. I I just hope that you, when you look at this, when you think about this, you put your, your situation in front of you and check on these steps and see where you are. And just say, I trust you, God. I trust you completely. So I just wanted to motivate you guys uh, with that. And um, I hope that uh, you are doing good. You are doing good. We, We are going to be voting here in South Africa for the local government elections on the 1st of November. We're looking forward to that. And we are hoping that everyone will listen to what God says they must do and choose people that will represent them well and will be able to do the work in their communities so um i have a a a, a booster for today i was reading my devotional this morning and <clears throat> And it made me think, you know, about certain things that that happen around us and other things that I have been talking about in the past. So this says, um, come to me with your defenses down, ready to be blessed and filled with my presence. Relax and feel the relief of being totally open and authentic with me. You have nothing to hide and nothing to disclose because I know everything about you already. You can have no other relationship like this one. Take time to sever its richness, basking in my golden light. One of the worst consequences of the fall is the elaborate barriers people erect between themselves and others. Facades abound in the world. Even in my body, the church. Sometimes church is the last place where people feel free to be themselves. They cover up with Sunday clothes and Sunday smiles. They feel relief when they leave because of the strain of false fellowship. The best antidote to this artificial atmosphere is practicing my presence at church. Let your primary focus be communing with me, worshipping me, glorifying me. Then you will be able to smile at others with my joy and love them with my life. Uh, The Lord replied, My presence will go with you and I will give you rest. That's Exodus chapter 33 verse 14. This... Was the ultimate thing for me. Really. We we are not ourselves when we are in, in, in church. Or when we are gathering with other congregants. Like this. Like this devotion says. We wear these. Sunday. Clothes Sunday. Faces. Like we become so religious. And so. And we're not ourselves at all because we are trying to emulate something that we think is needed by God or it's going to show us as proper Christians or as proper church-going people. And he's saying here simply just go there and practice being in my presence. Focus on the fact that you are here to commune with me, to worship me. And then when you leave, you won't have that. It's because, you know, at times you go to church and then you, you get there and you feel like, oh my goodness, I, I, I don't know. Am I am I doing things right? Am I doing things okay? Am I singing right? Am I standing right? You, you just, you judge yourself all the time because you, you, you want to portray this perfect picture of being a perfect Christian and trying to make sure that people see that you you are doing the work or you are being as religious as expected. And then the point of being there is just lost because the point of us going together and to worship to, to, to fellowship with others is to worship God. But we make it about other things. We make it about ourselves. I will dress nicely. I will dress properly. Uh, is my hair tied the way it's supposed to be? Am I, you know, doing what I'm expected by my fellow congregants to do? We focus so much on that, and we we lose the sight of what we have come to do. That is to worship God. Let us. Let us get away from that kind of life that kind of life uh, is not helping us uh, these are the last days if we are still those people who are trying to impress others to look um, more christian than the other christians or more churchy than the other churches then we have missed the point of of salvation of being a follower of christ we have missed it totally we need to be better people. We need to We need to know that when we go to a church building, we are going there for one purpose, and that purpose is only serving God and worshiping Him. And then you go home and do the ministry that God has called you to do. If He has called you to, to work for your family, then do that. If He is like me, He has called you to raise a family, do that. Be yourself. Do not be something else. Because the facades that we put uh, on ourselves, one day they will be down and then the real you will come. And then people will be overwhelmed by the real you because they don't know the real you. So we need to be ourselves. We need to practice being in his presence. We need to commune with him. And that's all for today. So I will see you next week. Uh, same time same place have a great week ahead and enjoy the weekend enjoy your family your friends just enjoy everything and god bless you